Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Good marvelous Monday. Good marvelous Monday. I cannot hear you, sis. I saw your text. I cannot hear you. Okay, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Brother Arthur, I can can hear you. you. Okay, can can you hear Shirley? Shirley. I cannot. I can't hear her. Now now I can hear you. I can hear you. I cannot hear her. Oh, I wonder if we're on the show. Okay. I believe we're on the show, so let's get started and she'll join us and let her take over when she gets in. Okay. Are, are we in? Okay. I think we're in. Hello there. In here. Okay. Well, Wonderful, going, marvelous Mike? Monday. It's going pretty good. I'm glad to be on this radio show with all of you wonderful hosts uh, and our uh, lead host and founder, Dr. Shirley McKellar, the mayor pro temp of uh, Tyler, Texas. Hey, we can hear. Can there you hear? Is. Oh, there yes. she is. How, how about that intro for you? Hello, there you go. I was, hello, I was leading hello. up to you. Well, yeah, we're going to take over the show to you guys. Well, there's more than one way to skin a As the old people would say, there's more than one way to skin a cat, so I hung up and redialed. So can, you can hear me now, right, gentlemen? Yes, yeah, ma'am. I hear you now. Yeah. Okay, very good. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, doing what we do. Marvelous Monday night. Very marvelous Monday night. And I, I opened up, and I guess I was opening it all by myself, but I was giving kudos to uh, Black Voters Matter and all of the people that have been on uh, today. Gentlemen, let me just tell you, we sent out 250,000 text messages today. To all of those voters who have not yet voted out there in Georgia, And we are pushing and pulling and trying to make sure that Senator Warnock goes back to Washington, D.C. for another six six years. One more time, Georgia. 
So it's been an amazing day today. One more time. <laughs> and so we thank uh, Ms. Tasha Brown and, and Mr. Cliff uh, that have been working really, really hard out there in Georgia and all of the people, there's various people from everywhere, all over America that's down there in Georgia now knocking on doors and everything. So we did what we could do right here in Smith County. We had the Smith County Democratic Club and Party join in together and send out uh, about 500 postcards. And then, as I mentioned, we have been texting people all day long to get to the polls to vote. So, Well, after you've done all you can do, all you can do is stand. <laughs> I like that. All you can do is stand. Preach, preach, That's exactly preach. right. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. We're gonna put his, put a, mm-hmm. You're going to put a robe on him and put him in the pulpit, huh? No, no, yeah, hey, no, 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 hey, 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 <laughs> well, speaking of that, gentlemen, let me, let me share with you that, and I think that I did mention, well, I don't think we've had a show since that happened, but on um, last Tuesday, we honored the uh, nurses and physicians and the staff there at University of Texas uh, at Tyler, that's the uh, East Texas uh, location, the one on Beckham. Uh, for the great work that uh, they're doing there. And as mentioned, it was Neonatology Month on last month. And so we were able to serve hundreds and hundreds of nurses, physicians, and uh, uh, staff there. And we were in the pavilion, and we thank our chef, uh, Mr. Bubba Cat, they call him. His name is Charles Tunsil. Uh, who stood with us and worked with us in providing all of those hamburgers and and chips and drinks and 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 cookies and everything that was provided for them to show them how much we appreciate the service that they're doing. However, at the end of before the end of the day, uh, our chef had some difficulties with his knees and his feet because that's a lot of standing to put together mm. 500 burgers and everything. So he's been down ever since, and uh, oh. we, we're asking a special prayer for them because the restaurant has been closed. The doors have been closed since then because that is the only chef that we've had for the last nine months. So we have uh. a plea out there looking for chefs. I'm talking about we have beat the bushes down, looking every place to try to find somebody because without a chef, we have no restaurant. And mm-hmm. so uh, so we're asking for those strong prayer warriors to, to pray that, uh, that we can get our restaurant up and running again and find the staff that we need in order to, um, to be successful as we've uh, enjoyed having uh, the restaurant here in our community. So with that being said, it's still – Tonight's show is still can be brought to you by Taste of North Delight. And that if you know anybody who is interested, I'm talking about people who seriously want to work uh, and, and provide a service to the community, uh, then have them to give us a call. So, 
with that being said, that's where we are with that. So let's start. Pastor Cooper, what, we already kind of gave an uh, idea, but maybe I'll just reiterate the fact that uh, we have uh, we have an increase, speaking of the hospitals and the nurses and the physicians, we, uh, we have an increase in our um, population of people in the hospital with either uh, COVID, uh, the flu, uh, even some pneumonia, uh, and then, of course, the children suffering with RSV and respiratory uh, issues. So we're still encouraging people to, by all means, uh, if you can, get that, get those vaccines uh, in because we're getting ready in, to get into the flu season. We're actually already there in the flu season, and so you still have to be a little bit of precautious, washing your hands, doing the things that you know you need to do uh, in order to keep yourself safe because uh, I think COVID is here to stay. What do you gentlemen think? I don't think it's going too many places. It ain't going nowhere. I, I, uh, yeah, there you go. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's right here. So we just want um, we just want to make sure that people are safe and mindful of, of that fact. And so it is just heartbreaking when we see little bitty babies and little children uh, who are sick. It's easy uh, to kind of deal with uh, adults who are a little tougher, but little people are tough too. But it's just heartbreaking sometimes to see uh, little people suffering. Uh, from this, and I, I can tell you, gentlemen, before we move on, that I was I, I did the tour of the hospital uh, on last Tuesday, in particular the uh, neonatology unit where we have 16 beds, and we no longer have to fly the little bitty people out to Dallas, Texas, to get uh, to get health care. We can now provide that care right here in Tyler, Texas, and there's one little person in that unit that I believe was born at about 26 weeks. And so for those of you that know that the normal term that you carry a a child in utero is 40 weeks. So just think about the child was born at 26 weeks and how tiny and how undeveloped uh, from the lungs to the hearts to the kidneys to every aspect of that baby. So sometimes that small they may or may not make it. So our prayers are with that family uh, that uh, that the baby will uh, indeed survive. So with that being said, let's go and congratulate you. Let's start with your, your amazing evening, uh, Pastor Cooper, and share with the audience and everybody just exactly what happened. Uh, you, were, you were looking smashing and First Lady was stunning uh, in your silver. You just looked like... You look like somebody. You look like what you are, and that is somebody. <laughs> and that's somebody. You guys looked amazing. Can you share that with us? Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I think uh, my friend, Brother Arthur, was saying something. I want to let him go ahead and speak. Go, go ahead, Mr. Arthur. You want to do the sharing, Mr. Arthur? What do you want me to do? Because I don't want to miss. No, I thought you were saying we, something. I didn't want to run on top of your words. Yeah. I oh, no, I wasn't saying that. Okay, we okay. we want to hear right. all about uh, pa- uh, Pastor Cooper's right. evening and his awards. Uh, I, I will. First of all, these are uh, our awards, uh, and and <laughs> I like them, that. Uh, yeah, those are our awards. Uh, none of this would not have happened without the uh, the, the folks on this phone, especially. Um, Very good. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, including uh, Dr. Hadley, I'll never forget when I first met him, y'all were doing uh, vaccinations. And, uh, he's already had a wonderful career. You know, you cannot receive a lifetime award. I thought it was a uh, humanitarian award. I didn't realize his lifetime. I'm going like, who are they talking about? I'm 56 years old. I, I only feel like I'm only just beginning. Uh, so uh, when you when I hear these type of awards coming out, if anyone thinks that they're standing up there receiving it by themselves, they are fooling themselves because the knowledge that I steal and glean from you guys every day, every matter of fact, I think one night myself and Brother Arthur and a friend of mine, we didn't have a show and we talked for two hours. And uh, we were just gleaning off of one another, just, just cutting the other one off at the path and excited about the words and, and the uh, camaraderie. So, uh, again, I mean, that's, uh, I have three veterans on there. I've never been in the military. I wanted to be a Marine. I, I, I wanted that. My mother said only one Marine in the house, one one uh, military person in the house because we almost lost my brother. You know, the United States did not take care of them when he came back. He did the, uh, one of the final tours after Vietnam uh, in 71, 72, went to Okinawa, came back, bruised, beat up. I don't know if that's because he was clubbing or fighting. I don't know. One thing we know is that we had to take care of him. So uh, that award goes to people like that, uh, you folks that sure. have been in uh, education and all of the things that, that, that you have done in pharmaceutical school. I mean, we have to understand that Dr. Hagney is over 60 years of age. So he went to school okay. for a profession that was not inviting someone that was African-American, especially male. So, can I jump jump in? Uh, We celebrated Dr. Hagney's 80th birthday, but go ahead. I wanted to bring that out to to refresh you of how old he really is. And you can't. Remember, he put it out there to us on on the day of his birthday a a few weeks ago. There you go. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, he, already, he already married. Hey, 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 Mike, he already married, so he can tell you how old he is. <laughs> he, he was very, he was very proud. He was very proud, and he and he should be. There was a big celebration for him. But go right ahead and finish enlightening us. Absolutely. And so, anyway, I said I'll say this: when when our president Joe Biden, and I don't care if it was another president, this is a presidential award that happens to be a Democratic president, and they do yeah. this every year. So, uh, I, matter of fact, I saw uh, President Barack Obama was the first president I ever noticed that did it, and I said, wow. I, and I walked away from the television screen. I didn't notice they did that. Nor did right. I ever think that I would be a recipient of it. So I want to <laughs> say hats off to, let me give you the name of the uh, university. This is a university, and what I love so much about this university is that they've only been around for a few years, and they already have online classes. And uh, matter of fact, uh, we're looking to partner with them and bring them to Beaumont, Texas. Uh, and that was uh, not decided uh, until after I got close to them. They recognized the work that we all have been doing. And it's called Leaders Extend Christian Bible University. And last year they graduated 20 students. This wow. year they graduated. 40 students, and I was telling Brother Arthur, uh, they're online, and they are accredited to school, and it's in association with another uh, Bible university, and so Dr. Uh, Bernard Caddy, she is the one that founded this one, and she is now in the middle of her doctoral studies herself uh, at Baylor University, 
So uh, the, everyone in there is, is working on, on the best self on, on, on the community. There was a young lady there that received an award also. I mean, I, I felt like no one in this room uh, because this young lady has 455,000 followers wow. every day. And when she turns her camera on, man, if I'm going to get her on your show one day, uh, it's called uh, Gri- oh, yeah, Grizzly News. And she flipped her life around from being part of the streets to being in the streets, and they accept her. So she goes out, and she is solving murder cases. She doesn't even know that I'm talking about her or not. I was sitting at the same wow. table. You know how you sit at the table. You know, you've been there. You've all been there. Sit at the table, and then all sure. of a sudden people start revealing who they are. You know, right, and right. being in this room, you had to be somebody. You know, and, and it was a beautiful, beautiful place. And I said, my goodness, there must be some important people in here. You know, so I, I, I tried to meet as many people. My wife tried to meet as many people. There you go. People. Oh yeah. yeah, people flew in from Atlanta. There were authors and writers and poets. And, and where and, was the uh, lo- where, where were you located? In Tomball, Texas. I never knew that oh, such yeah. a building existed. Tom Ball. It is yeah. beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it looked like a wedding, fairytale wedding. And uh, so we, we're just excited about the award that we all received. There are other folks that were on a campaign trail with us. The Poor People's Campaign, Texas Coalition, Black Democrats, yeah. all those uh, yeah. coalitions that we part of. The Asians that we stopped after we first went out to Austin, all of us, when we stopped and we prayed with them uh, in the Asian community and when they were just going around and, and uh, beating up folks just because they're Asian. Remember we stopped and we, we visited with them in Austin, Texas. So we shared mm-hmm. yeah. this type of award with them. Yeah, you remember that, Brother Austin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good, very good, very good. That's that is outstanding, um, Pastor Cooper. I I'm telling you, you guys look rich. And when I say rich, I do mean rich. You look fabulous, all decked out in your evening attire. And we we were peacock proud to see you. Thank you. Uh, we're proud to represent us because we can't there do anything. Go. Without the news showing up, we are the news, and and, and the news That's gets it. out there. And, and the most dangerous, great thing about this is that now, all of those forces, is, we're coming together because we all swap phone numbers and emails, and you know how we do it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we become more powerful. That's how we change. That's how we fix uh, Harris County, um, Jefferson County, Smith County, Tyler County, all these counties, and then we become in, infectious. And then we spread it uh, faster than COVID, but this is a good spread. That is be- that is beautiful. And uh, as you said, it, it it takes the village, it takes all of us working together. And when one exceeds and supersedes and does well and successfully uh, acquire the goals and objectives and things that you've been out there working so hard to acquire, then we all our chest is just stuck way out and uh, shows that how much uh, we appreciate what you do and the work that you have done uh, in the state of Texas and the United States of America. And so somebody had to stay on this side. Uh, Everybody didn't need to be in the military, right? So we thank your brother uh, for the work that he's done, and we thank you all for taking care of that veteran to make sure that his needs are met uh, once he returned home. So thank you so, so very much. And we Amen. want all of the people out there, yes, all the people out there uh, on radio, in Radio Land uh, to know 
that the work is being done right here in Texas. And speaking of right here in Texas, I have, I'm going to pose this question uh, and uh, we're going to get started politically talking about a few things, but, but people have been asking me, uh, Pastor Cooper and uh, Mr. Arthur, where does the Democrats go from here, whatever that is supposed to mean? And what I can tell you that they looked at was, and, and in particular, not just the Democrats all across America, but they were actually talking about uh, the Democratic Party uh, in Texas and what are our plans for um, getting some uh, balance by getting some more Democrats elected. As we know, all across the state of Texas and the statewide seats, uh, we have one party, a representation. And so, uh, so they don't see the balance that we need to have the variety and the differences uh, of people uh, holding these positions. They see basically uh, one group uh, running our state. And so they don't feel that they're part because sometimes they don't see people that look like them that they feel have their best interests at heart. Uh, so, let, let's have a dialogue about that. Where, where, and we can start anywhere, Mr. Arthur, if you want to kick us off. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're all into this conversation. But, but that's a very strong question. And, and I think that I, I, I put an article out there on our chat about some of the things that, uh, and how we look here in Texas and, uh, and how we just don't get full, we don't get the monies, we don't get the resources, we don't get the people coming into our state except if they're going to come in and have fundraisers and hit our ATM machines and take them back to other parts of the country. What are your thought process, yeah. uh, Mr. Arthur? We'll just start with you. Well, I think that, I, I think that, uh, you know, with the, the, with the Coop campaign, you know, what we were able to do was to begin to crack up the ATM machine. Okay. Put some cracks in it. Now, now, and now pro forma wise, the, the campaign still kind of looked like it always looked, but actually, I think people got more of a sense of, hey, wait a minute. We, you know, we can do better than this. And, and I think that, again, history, though, remember, Ann Richardson, coup d'etat, uh, turned us into an ATM machine, been like that since, since, since the 90s. And so, uh, you know, you know Miss Davis, Beto ran twice. So we're just now coming out of the ATM machine uh, page. Okay. So I think that, and so next, the next thing we got to do again, you know, we got more black folks. We've got a larger number of black folks in any state uh, here in Texas. We're going to have to have, the Democratic Party is going to have to have a multicultural ticket. They can't run, we, we can't run, you know, what they did again. So that, was, that was just, you know, and, and somebody told me that the guy that ran for lieutenant governor, thing about running for government. He needs to go sit down. He needs to go sit down. You know, uh, and, need, and that's Collier? Yeah, yeah, you know, he's mm -hmm. a nice enough guy. Okay. He's a nice enough guy, but if you just want to lose again, yeah, run him. And so what I'm saying is yeah. that the issues that need to be faced, we're, minority, we're majority minority state. So the issue right. that we need to address, we're not going to address them with him at the top of the ticket. We got we to gotta run a ticket that looked like Texas. And so uh, hopefully, hopefully it's next time around, 
folks will figure that out, uh, and they just won't line up behind where the money tell them, because all they did was just pass the money out again. So, but we did well, get Ms. Arthur, well, let me just jump in and say this. We know that that the red wave that they thought was going to happen across America did not happen. But we also know that that red wave continues to happen in the state of Texas, and it happens repeatedly over and over and over. So at what point will we decide that we need to change? Because if we're doing the same thing over and over and over, getting the same results, we all, all of us know what that we, ends we, up being. So what is it that we need to do in Texas? Go ahead. We have to have a multi, we have to have a multiracial uh, a ticket running 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 for the statewide position. It has to be a multiracial mm-hmm. ticket. Mm-hmm. It can't just be white folks. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a multiracial ticket. Uh, the votes are there. Uh, well, what nine million people didn't vote? So that's you know, true. it's not that. It, it, so uh, you know, so that's the, that's not the issue. The issue is, are we going to organize our vote? Right? Are we going to organize our vote? So you know, if we organize our vote in our community, then we can do whatever we want, I'm telling you, because we have the numbers to do it. So right. it's about us organizing ourselves. It ain't about what the Democratic Party going to do. It's about what are we going to do. Okay, so what do we need to do as a, as a group, uh, as a uh, minority-majority group, um, to organize and get together to, to get people behind uh, Pastor Cooper, an amazing candidate that should have been governor, or at least well, lieutenant think, governor. Go well, ahead. I think first we need to re- well, for, well, first I think we, we need to we need to you know understand that 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 the Hispanic community is pretty much a fifty fifty community. Okay, they, they, you okay. know, so so, okay. so 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 that being the case, that means that you know if they if they fifty fifty, uh, that means that. Uh, if we organize our vote, coalition with that other, with that other fifty, sixty, or, or you know, with that other fifty some percent, and then you, you know, if, if we do that, and then get, the, and then get the, you know, the white vote, the ones that actually want America to work, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's a coalition. Yes, coalition. What Beto did was, he went down, he he, he went down and court the white Hispanics, and the disaffected, what he thought was disaffected white vote, the blue, blue dog Democrats. Uh, you know, he did not. He did not in any kind of way approach the African American community like he wanted our vote or, or, or try to get him out. He showed up at the last minute. I ain't gonna go through the process. You know, he showed up at 12 o'clock at midnight again. And so, you know, and, and so we got to break that whole uh, thing. Now, the good news is more. We got more people to come out to vote this time ever. The, the ever in a midterm in Texas, so that's uh, so that's right. I mean, that's not nothing. Right. That's not nothing. And so we've got to right. build on that. You know, let's build on that. And I think we can make okay. some changes. Okay. I, I like what you have to say, Pastor Cooper. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Well, all of those things are uh, things that we have to consider and continue to build upon. Uh, but one of the things that um, I'm really looking at it, some things that Brother Arthur always says, inside out. And so <clears throat> that's what we need to do as a whole. That's what we need to do across the state of Texas. But I've been taking time and uh, retreating and thinking, and the Holy Spirit really moves when I do that. So none, none of those good and perfect thoughts of mine, they're of, his, of him. 
And uh, <laughs> one of those thoughts is that I can't change the Democratic Party. I can't handle the 2% of all the money. I mean, 98% of all the money and um, 2% of the control. I mean, uh, 98% of the control is handled by 2% of the Democratic Party. Um, we, we have to respect uh, Brother Hannah Hosa for being reelected again and yet failing. We have to respect that people are okay with the status quo. Uh, but Phil, that's that's that we we can't control. But what I can right. control is having meetings, uh, uh, retirement homes. What I can control is not just going to colleges like uh, uh, Wally College, um, all our HBCUs, uh, our homeschool colleges like Memorial University, mm-hmm. and engaging these young folks and having conversations with them and asking them what can we do to get them more involved. I keep talking about this guy by the name of Rick Warren. He started a 28,000-member church, and you know uh, that area, Dr. Uh, McKellar, mm-hmm. you mentioned mm-hmm. yeah. once before. Yeah. Right. And he went around taking surveys. And so that, that's what we're, we're choosing to do uh, here, and then we want to connect the dots. We're going to take, just like Stacey um, uh, Abrams, she started registering people to vote, but then mm-hmm. they're not showing up to vote. They registered, but then we had nine million people that did not vote that registered to vote in the state. That's, that's right. It's, that's right. Yeah. So if only one million of those voted, we were one. One point five million, we were one. So what we're going to do is go around. I said this on uh, another talk show. Uh, Heather, mm-hmm. I forget her name, but anyway, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. But my dad says you can feed it salt cubes. You can give it. You can give it mm-hmm. something that makes it mm-hmm. desire to drink the mm-hmm. water. So those, that's yeah. what we're going to do inside out, and that's what we're doing. Very good. Well, uh, we have to admit that this midterm, that the Gen Zs, that's, the, that's those college students that uh, Pastor Cooper is talking about, they did better than ever before. So I think we we're starting to wake Right, right. I think yeah. they're starting to wake up and realize, and I don't know if uh, if it was Roe versus Wade that, that got them, that put a little spark into them. We know that the youngest congressional person uh, in the country uh, now uh, is a young black man out of Florida, correct? Um, can't think of his correct. name right now, Alondra or something. Um, uh, last name false, I believe. Uh, and how old is he? Twenty five. Uh, so, uh, so he was able to pull and in positions like that. And I like what he said today. He said, even though I'm young, and even though we have young people that are, are waking up, and it's about time. He said, uh, but he said, but we still need, and and I'm, that's that balance that I'm talking about. We can't have all young people like I, I think it was Dr. Hagney that once said we said that the senior people need to step aside and, and bring all the new people in but, but we really can't um, we really can't do it like that. I think we need the balance of everybody because there's no way that a brand spanking new person that just walked into Congress if we, if we had all brand new people that just walked into Congress, there's no way they're they not going to know how do. to take care. No, we'd be in absolutely, we'd be in trouble. We'd so that's why I trouble. say, light the torch, don't pass it. Light someone else's torch. There you Keep go. The, hold on there to you your go. torch, don't pass it. There you go. And his name right. is uh, he's 25 years old, Maxwell Frost. 
Maxwell That's Frost. it. I knew it was like with Frost. I couldn't remember what. The, and yeah. then he's got a, a middle name. He's got a, a, a Hispanic middle name uh, or something like that. But you're right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Yeah. Fine young yeah. man. Fine and, looking and, young man. Go ahead. Start. You, you, we need to target all. We need to target those young folks like like Mike Cooper saying, and, and we need to as we as we interact with them. You know, we need to be, you know, transferring knowledge, and we need to understand that we all make a whole, right? You, you know, you, you yes, can't, sir. you can't, yes, you can't say, well, you know, the old folks need to step aside. You know, that's not the issue. The old ideas no. need yeah. to step aside. Old ideas. There and now, now. Okay. Right. I right. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> make some change. Yeah. 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 And so you know, yeah, because everybody, everybody, you know, as old as Doctor Hank, don't have. You know, uh, you, you know, ideas. You know, they have ideas that's good too. That's still good. That's the fundamental. Right. And, 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 right. and, and, and right. it's from an octopus program. That's Dr. Hagney. Yeah. Yeah. We all talked about different things, but he put it together in words to where we know what he's saying. That's a code word for us now. That we all that's are right. for, but we all going in our separate directions, doing the same mm-hmm. thought thing, but yet yeah. doing different things. Yeah. Yeah, and I want people to know that, you know, in the system that we operate in, which is called a white supremacy system, uh, you know, we have to understand that, that uh, 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 you, know, we, you know, we can think a different way. You know, we don't have to just think the way the system is set up. We can think outside the system, create new ways of doing things, you know, and, and understand that, you know, when they, you know, they taught us in school about rugged individualism. Well, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is everybody's connected. Everybody's connected. So if you sure. run, so if you run around trying to be a rugged individual, then you you actually working against, you know, everybody else. So we have to understand that a lot of stuff we were taught don't work for us, right? You know, uh, quote rugged individualism that doesn't work for us. That that just means dog everybody else out and just act like an animal and get what you can. That's all that means. And and mm-hmm. so we know we come from a culture where. You know, we respect our elders. You know, we understand Absolutely. wisdom and knowledge, you know, and so forth and so on. So we have to incorporate that what we know, not trying to, you know, not be trying to figure out how we operate in this white supremacy system. No, create our own system. Create our own system because we can do that. And so, and that's one folks know that we have the power to do it. And so that's what we need to do in this in this next round of whatever we be doing here in Texas. Right. Well, you know, very good, and I appreciate that. And, and I want to add to that that another one of the reasons uh, that probably we didn't win the statewide uh, any seats out there is because of the redistricting, right? And we know that that was a significant factor in us winning some of the races. Uh, gerrymandering still exists, right? And right. at what point in time will we be able to to balance this thing out where they don't draw lines so that it all, all, a total Republican district, so to speak, quote, unquote. Uh, and we know yeah. that that happened in Texas, and that happened not only just Texas, but across the nation, would you say? You, you see that as, Absolutely. and especially, yes, and especially uh, looking at uh, the, uh, the large amount of, quote, unquote, uh, the conservative electorates that live in rural East Texas, that live in rural Texas, period. But we're, we're in East Texas. We're in Northeast Texas. And so, uh, so we know we got lots of rural communities uh, throughout. I, I never shall forget 
when I was running for Congress and I was invited to come to a, a Republican event uh, down in Deep East Texas just before you get into Gladewater. And so there were some very, very senior women uh, that were there. They had baked all this food and just had a, a beautiful event, and I, I was able to speak there. And, and so they said, well, you know, we like everything that you have to say. We just cannot vote for you because you're not on the Republican ticket. And so I, I, I thought about that today uh, when I, I heard some of the people making comments about uh, Herschel Walker. And I like what Pastor uh, Warnock said, and he says that uh, Herschel Walker was a great running back, uh, but he's not a, he's not a senator. He just doesn't have uh, that ability. And we know uh, today another lady came out uh, with comments uh, about uh, him uh, and her experience with him and the violence mm-hmm. that he projected toward her. But but some people just don't care. They just want they just want that seat. They'll they'll preach that that message, uh, that conservative message about. Um, uh, uh, abortions or about uh, abuse, uh, uh, domestic violence, and those kinds of things. But they're upholding uh, what appears to be true because I believe this guy says that uh, he was having some mental ill, mental issues. Did you hear that? I heard that today, and I, that's my first time of hearing that Herschel Walker said that he had some mental illness issues. No, no, he said that before. Remember about the five personalities? You know about the five personalities mm-hmm. I told yeah. you about. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay well, about. that's okay. So that, that's, so that's what he's talking well, about. Well, what the people want, though. Look at the question. That's, people today want. was the first time I heard him say, quote, unquote, okay. Okay. that I had mental, mental illness issues. Yeah. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, after that woman came out and talked about him, he had to say something. Right. He had to say something that after that woman came guess so. I guess so. Well, she did. They don't care what he say, and that's what's disheartening uh, when it comes to politics, and it's all about. And that's the point you know, of it. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. Right, right. Like Matthew McConaughey, when he hinted that he was going to run for governor, it, it, right. it, it angered me. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, you okay. know, I, I had one of my own church members say, oh, my God. If he runs for governor, I'm going to have to vote for him. He's so fine. Wait a minute. Excuse me? So what, is he Republican? Is he Democrat? Is he conservative? Is he, what is his but, but how sh- moral code? How shallow. How shallow is how that? How shallow is that? And now yeah. he's getting it running for, uh, for president. So that, that's when I know that, that we have to really internalize all of this stuff and come back home. Matter of fact, I'm taking a page out of my uh, big sister's uh, manual. Uh, after running for Congress, a lot of people would have thought that uh, Dr. Shirley McKellar, Dr. Shirley McKellar, veteran, uh, retired and can be at home and join her grandbaby, uh, would, would stay home. No, she came home and used everything she learned, including going to those classes uh, for politics and, and everything else. You don't think I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. And, and became a councilwoman, mayor pro yes, and now is getting ready to run for, for mayor of Tyler, Texas, a place that 30 yes. years ago nobody would even – thought of it. So because of that, I'm exploring the idea of running for city council in Beaumont, Texas, where I can start making my impact. How about that? There There you go. go. So I'm exploring those thoughts. So so we go back to our corners and we sharpen our blades. We protest in Austin. We try to get ready for the uh, 88 uh, session or whatever one we're in now. 
and we protest. We, we go down and, and, and we talk about the bills. We fight with our uh, representatives that's not representing us. Uh, we uh, give the Speaker of the House a hard time and anybody else that gives him a vote because he's done nothing for the African-American community. He's speaking for the uh, uh, Republican people, not for the House of Texas. So right okay. now, uh, my friend, your friend, the president of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, put out a, uh, uh, a piece on his Facebook page, and I second it. We cannot continue to encourage uh, our Democrats, the Democrats, to go out there and vote for somebody just because they want to speak at the table. And they've done yes, nothing sir. with the power and the position. So we have to challenge those things, but go back and sharpen our skills and do the things that's necessary so we are now prepared. Then go back and run for Congress. Then go back and run for Lieutenant Governor. Then go back and become the Speaker of the House. And bring your own table. And bring your own table. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have our own table. It's on wheels because wherever we go is our table and our news. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but the like people want to see they, yeah, the people want to see they leaders fight. They want to see they leaders fighting for them. That's what they want to see. Absolutely. You want to get voters to come Absolutely. out. They need to see you fighting. You know, uh, you know them folks that we got down there in Austin right now. And I'm gonna see what they're gonna do this next term. But you know, they go down there and just relax. And you know, I mean, even if you losing, I need to see you fighting and losing. Okay, there you go. I need to see you losing and losing, not fighting. You know, so you know, I mean, really. So that's why you know again, again if you don't if you don't put that if you don't put that fight fighting imprint uh, upon mm-hmm. the system you will get nothing you'll get nothing. Yeah, good point. Good point. Okay, so so now we see that to regroup, uh, and one of the things that we have not done that we need to do, and that's run more uh, minorities. Uh, in these statewide seats, and every single seat uh, should have uh, somebody of the other party, other political party, running, and not just one person is the automatic shoe in uh, from another party. Uh, do I have it right? You want to say it again? Okay, I'm, I'm just saying that we're saying here that what the Democrats should do is run a person in every seat across the state of Texas, even from the local level on up to the state level on up to the federal level. We should always have other people yes, running. Yes. yes, okay. I mean, yeah, it should never, like never should be a look like Texas. That's right. Never should be yeah, just an automatic shoe-in, right, because nobody's running yeah. against you. Yeah, well, you know, that's an ATM machine. That's an ATM machine. We need to we need to break that up. That ATM and we need to up. and we need to break up that ATM machine. We need to keep our our resources right here we in our own community. Yeah. And, and 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 the other thing that we need to do is that right this minute, uh, we need that this election cycle is over and and Texas voters. We need to get busy right now preparing for the next election, not waiting until it's Absolutely. close to that next right election now. Right. Right, right now, because that, because well, there's no reason for 9.6 million people in Texas voices should not be heard. Would you say? Absolutely. I think there's an the opportunity. Yes. Go ahead, Ms. Parson. Go ahead. I think there's an opportunity. Again, 9.6 million PPI. 
it, it, the, the devotion there, it's about what we going to do. It yes. ain't about what nobody yes. else right. going to do. No, no that's what, what I'm talking about. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking on, about, us. Yeah, yeah, it's focused on what we're yeah. going to do. Hey, <laughs> while we're going to go to Austin, we're going to go to these meetings, and we're going to uh, have our voices, and we're going to be heard. And I'm going to let people know, yeah. uh, we don't need candidates that's going to draw money from California, New York, and Florida. And because that's a smoke screen, uh, and, and the Republicans love it when we raise money like that, because that doesn't equate to votes. Uh, we we need people in the state of Texas to support our candidates, and we need to support our candidates. Uh, yeah. And we need to get out there and, and make sure that our people are involved, because our people are literally looking at us and, and laughing, saying, "Here they go again. They're running without us." That's literally that's running with a four-man leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ask, and that's okay. why if you ask for money, if you ask for money, it'll be okay. You ask me for money, and I don't see you fighting. I ain't finna give you no right. money. Yes, well, you, how you gonna fight if you don't if you don't decide to run until December thirteenth? And and the race for governor go. is a, a two year race. That, that's not a what, yeah. three month haul. That's yeah, that's 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 pro yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. pro pro farm. Yeah, that was that ATM machine. I'm telling you, that was that, that was that ATM machine. Well, that, that's precisely why I say uh, this election is over. It's time to start preparing right now for Absolutely. that next right election. Now. It's time for us to and be preparing. Yes. Yeah. We, we need to, by, the time, by this time next year, everybody needs to yeah. know uh, Pastor Cooper throughout that we should have traveled uh, here, there, and everywhere, raising money for him, getting him all set up and ready, whether yeah. he runs for city council or not, whatever he runs for. But, but I, I think it's excellent that he's thinking on that level, but, uh, but we still need him at the state level. And the way we start doing that is that we start working on that uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. The next day after, yeah. remember I said the next day after election was over, we could take a break that day, but we need to get going that next day. Talking about Perfect. that next day. Automotive industry now for about uh, 36 years, and we call okay. it 12-month tight compartment. Uh, and they're like 12 days, because 30 days go by so fast. And so what, what's so amazing is that after we close the books on the 31st or the 30th of the month, uh, we normally back in the day, we go out to uh, a little pub, and some will smoke their cigars, some will have their cognac. And after that, the next morning at 7.30 a.m., we didn't open tonight, 7.30 a.m., okay. we were planning, we looked at performance statements, we looked at variable yeah. fix, we looked at credits and debits, we looked at, I mean, this is my background, and we looked at what's yeah. good, what's bad, we, we, we took the mask off, uh, we, we, we call it shark tanks because you can literally be in a meeting with 30 of the best minds in the world. I don't know where they probably sure. end up in Beaumont, sure. Texas. Sure. And we were shredding sure. one another, thinking that we just broke every record in the world. But that's the only way that we were able to sustain, because in the automotive industry, you don't have 30 days to get it together. You're in trouble. You're paying mortgages sure. of $52,000 a month, and if you have a bad month, they're coming for the building. Absolutely. They're coming for your floor Absolutely. plan. They're coming for the inventory. Absolutely. You don't have – so all of, all of my life I prepared for this. All of this life we prepared for this kind of stuff. And you're right. We do not have 30 seconds to waste. We have no, to stay no. on this. And you're right. And as we run in these local seats, that's to sharpen our skills. 
that's not to say that once we get in those positions or you get in there, I'm, that we're not looking to something else because at the end there of the day, go. we're trying to have the most impact on all the people. And the higher we go, the more impact we, we have on all of the people. Well, it's like in the military, we call it, what, Mr. Arthur, an after-action report. After everything happens, go. we sit down and see what what we did was good, what we did was not any good, mm-hmm. what we need to do to make the changes for the next go-around so that we don't make the same mistakes over and over again. we got to have a good, strong plan on moving forward for the new mission that's in front of us. And so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, guys. we got a lot of work to do. Go ahead. For a record, you, you know, when we were in, in the coup campaign, uh, you know, a lot of things that I, because once I saw the, the, the fix was in, uh, you know, like the goals that I had, you know, you know, from the beginning, you know, we did most of those. You know, we impacted right. uh, according to like Democrats. You know, we, you know, we ran a campaign. You know, it was obvious the machine was against us. But, you know, mm-hmm. folks, still, folks still hurt us, you know. So, you know, and coup is, you know, and because we ran that way, you know, Coop's in a better position to do whatever he wants to do next because that's uh, exactly right. I thought one of the part of his, and then I, and I was telling him that about him and Hosting need to go. But anyway, you know, but she was saying, you know, but you know, but they seem to understand that we can't that we can't do what we just did again. We can't do that again. So, well, uh, we've been here know, before, and you can't, you can't. There's zero room, there, and that's the reason why. I'm sick and tired, and everybody go get. It. And I'm just gonna say it because I, I I don't have time for it. Life is too short. James says life is like yeah. vapor of mist. It only lasts for a while. For, so I'm sick and tired. Yeah, yeah. So I I I've listened to you guys. I don't need your resume to introduce Dr. Shirley McKellar uh, and our NAACP banker because I know her resume. I've been living it with her. So uh, she she doesn't have on the job. She's not waiting for on the job training. She's been on the job already trained. In multiple yeah. different fields, not just one field. So I am tired and sick and tired of the status quo and people saying, okay, I went to Harvard, I got a degree, I'm 28 years of age, and now I want to be the, the mayor of El Paso. Now I, <laughs> I, I want to demand to be the next congressperson. <laughs> no, go get some experience. No, go live. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go get fired yeah. a couple of times. Go get written up a yeah. few times for doing the right thing. Go and love train it, your it. next boss and, and deal with that. And, and that, that stomach that was just churning. Uh, John said he was on all of Patmos and got the revelation, mm-hmm. and he said that mm-hmm. it was so sweet and good, but then it turned bitter to him. I need someone that, that, that has been down those roads, and we as those that are electing our people to represent us, those that are in power with the money and everything, they need to listen to us, and we're going to continue to say this, that we have to go out there and get people that have other experiences in life that can be great candidates. Not just yeah. a Democrat or a Republican, but great candidates that happen yeah. to be yeah. Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Arthur, comments? <laughs> well, you know, uh, Trump said uh, he wants to, he, he, he said we need to get rid of that pesky constitution. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, you know, that's, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Mr. Arthur, because uh, if he, Okay, I, I got this message today, and this, this question or this comment was posed to me and says, now, yesterday they, they sentenced 
whomever they send us. We know all these people that have been sentenced. Uh, these are uh, Trumpsters that have gone to prison. Somebody, I think, got so many years, and then the, uh, the guy got so many years, and then the wife got so many years. I can't, it's so many, I can't even remember the names of them. But at any rate, they said, now, I find it very interesting that all of these other people who were connected to Trump have been to trial and getting sentenced and either going to prison or um, for some reason they've been able to finagle themselves out of it because of whatever reason or they got probation or whatever. But why is it that all of these other people can get to trial and be sentenced and go to prison and he doesn't get to go? And he's supposed to be quote unquote the reason. Eventually he's going, huh? He's going, he's going, going home. Yeah, he's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's going somewhere. And it's not to the White well, House, right? No, no, no. He probably is. Well, going to try to die first. He's going to try to die. Right? He's going to try to die first. There you go. Now you're talking. There you go. Uh, okay. He, he's going to be That's biblical proportions sick. right there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why you have to pray for him. The Bible says pray for your enemies. You have to pray for him. I'm serious. Yes, I, yes, I pray for his family. Yes, I pray for him. Yes, uh, you know, David mourned. I preached on David Sunday, and, and God was talking okay. to David through uh, Samuel. And he told me, he said, David, you know, you were in a house, basically, uh, where you're going to be a little shepherd boy. And, and that's okay, but I made you king. He okay. said, underneath the oil, you, you kill the lion and the bear and the giant mm-hmm. when you're close mm-hmm. to the oil. But the further you got away from that oil, the okay. more you sinned and the more you had another man's wife had him killed and did all these things. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. going to cost you your firstborn. And wow. David said, Lord, I wish this was me. So that's why I say I pray for that man because – yeah. God will let him live, and there'll be so much suffering and pain, and he'll wish he could die and won't be able to. Oh, oh I'm my just goodness. telling you, oh I feel sorry. I'm, I'm serious when I say that. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for my, I for my enemies. I tell people sometimes, yeah, you have to. I tell them, I say, listen, hold on, guys. I said, uh, I'm not just a normal person. I say, now nah, I forget my titles and all these awards. I say, but I am sure. God's anointed, and I happen to be his prophet. And he said, do me no harm. I said, so don't make my God your enemy. And so the best thing that can happen to Trump is that Caesar's army and government takes him and puts him away. Because if they mm-hmm. don't, just will prevail. Justice will prevail. Yeah. yeah. I'm just telling you. Very good. Wow. Very good. Okay. So eventually it will happen to Trump. And, and that, was, that was my message that – that you can do wrong for so long. You may get by for a little while, but you're not going to get away. Eventually, yeah. your wrongdoing is going to catch up with you. Yeah. And Brother Arthur said I'm muted. He's, he's muted. Arthur's muted. He's, uh, Mr. Arthur's muted? Okay. Muted press, press one, Mr. Arthur, and see if that will unmute you. It should if be not, automatic. Yeah. And then you can go back out and redial and come back in and then press one and you should be back in the queue. I I don't know why he got muted for some reason. That's why why we're not hearing anything from him right now, correct? 
he got himself muted. That's interesting how that happens. I don't know. But that's what you can do, Mr. Arthur, is go out. Well, the word of God was going for That's what happened. The word of God was going for He admitted you. He said, let me just send him this message to hang up and then dial back in. I don't know how how in the world that happened. Now back, yeah, then press then press press one, and it should get it. It should get him back in there. But um, it, it the 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 board just needs Miss Miss Rihanna at the board, and so it acts yeah. up when she's not there. And we're we're praying for Miss Rihanna and Colin that they'll yeah. feel better. As we mentioned at early part of the show, all this stuff is just going around everywhere. So you just got to still be really careful uh, around people. On tomorrow, uh, Pastor Cooper, we will be heading down to uh, Waco, Texas, and we want to say thanks to um, uh, former uh, NFL player and president of the NFL retirees. There he is. How are you doing, Mr. Arthur? Did he make it back? I thought I heard him. I thought I heard him as well. It must be something on his end that's taking him in. Yeah, you might want to switch phones. He has like five phones. That would that would be true. That's right. right. There he is. See, he's going in and out. Mr. Arthur, are you there? Because we could we could hear him a little bit. But um, but I I wanted to give kudos to. to Mr. Gary uh, Baxter, uh, former uh, NFL player, who, as I mentioned, is now the he's the president of the NFL Retirees Association, and so um, he is having Career Day on tomorrow uh, at um, uh, in Waco. As you know, he's a Baylor grad, played uh, football for Baylor, and then went on to play professional football, and so he has three busloads of seniors. Uh, football students that will be going up for career day and I'll be one of the uh, chaperones and assistants on the buses wow. uh, to go with them on tomorrow and we're just we're really uh, looking forward to that career day for those young folks and so what he is wanting to make sure uh, Pastor Cooper is that for uh, those students uh, and it's titled game on I think I sent it to you all and it says win big in life with the yeah. hidden jewel uh, career program, and so uh, he's in part uh, the, the uh, technical college there in Waco, uh, the uh, Texas State uh, Technical College, um, is in, is working in conjunction with him to get the skills and the training, and even uh, after they go through their program, if they decide to go to that uh, two year, I believe it's a two year college, that uh, that that they will get them a job. And come out uh, making uh, wow. seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year because everybody, we, we just have to face it. Everybody is not going to actually go to um, uh, to go to a full fledged four year college. They may want to go to a junior college and 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 get a little background there. And everybody who played uh, football in high school is not going to uh, get a, a scholarship to go to one of the big uh, colleges, right? So he wants to make sure that those students who did play uh, that may not get the scholarships, that he is going to make sure that they get scholarships to get uh, 
get an education and be able to go to work and make some money within a couple of years. I believe this is a junior, the Texas State Technical College, I think is a two-year college. But um, but I, I look forward to it. He's providing the, the lunch and, and a ride on the bus. He's sending three chartered buses down here. So uh, we're going to pull out around 7.30 tomorrow morning. Uh, we're supposed well, to show up there at the night. Get ready. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I got I got my gear yeah. all laid out and ready ready to go. Wow. I I got it I got it ready. Uh, and all I, I'm I'm going as a governmental official, and so um, so I got my my city of Tyler gear all laid out there and ready to go. All I have to do is is get my shower and get into it in the morning and head out. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna line up there at the. Uh, Technical college, you know, we have the big technical school uh, here in PISD for those that want to go to, uh, of course, we're getting early college built, but uh, the technology area where they have a, actually have a culinary arts school and they have the, uh, those that are interested in uh, computer science and graphic designs and all of that, all of that at that technical, uh, technical school there uh, at Tyler Independent School District. So that's where we'll be leaving from. And so we're looking, we're actually looking forward to tomorrow and being with those young students uh, on that bus. And so there'll be several And, and that's my that point right part. there. That's my point. Okay. To hear you, uh, this wisdom is going to be on the bus with these young students, and they can't help yeah. but learn and glean. And some young ladies yeah. say, Sure. Wow, I want to be just like that when I grow up. Wow, how well, well respected. And then they got to hopefully somebody get a glimpse of what you drive, and hopefully somebody gets a glimpse of what's on the finger. Hopefully somebody understands that Beyonce uh, sure. really meant to put a ring on and keep a ring on it, you know, and, and, and all the responsibilities that come with that ring, you know, mother, sure, grandmother, sure, sure. teacher. Educator, sure. all of those things, and so we're so wow. excited. And you're doing double duty because is it your grandson is with the Soto High School that's playing in so, Dallas? So yes, and so we so then they're playing at the football, the uh, Cowboy Stadium on Saturday at 2 p.m. So at least we'll be a little bit closer to home. We don't have to travel into uh, Austin and San Antonio and everything, but they, we had, we enjoyed ourselves so much. I tell you, Pastor Cooper, it's uh, people sitting out there from all over. We have about 20 some family members that follow and travel uh, with him at every single game. And so we really enjoy it. So that's where we'll be this Saturday out in, um, let's see, uh, it's uh, Frisco at the new uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Uh, he said, I'm in the host queue. Can you unmute me? Uh, yeah, I'm glad. Did you tell him to press one and that ought to put him in, the, in yeah. there? So, but, uh, but uh, yes, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to this Saturday. We're just enjoying the family time and enjoying that young fellow and, and showing him how much we appreciate him uh, for the, um, the work that he is doing. So, wow, he's famous already. I'm telling you, number twenty-three. <laughs> number twenty-three. Yeah. He, he, number twenty-three, and he is. You're right, and yeah. I, I'm just overwhelmed when I see him flying down that field. Like, I mean, he can run like the wind. That that kid's got a lot of speed uh, behind. So him. is this three eight so, five eight four eight? What what A is that? They take they do it kind of like that. Uh, they're five eight. They're five eight school. Five. They are a five. 5A school. 
Mm-hmm. How significant yep. is that? So, so who's that know. playing? Do you know? I don't even know who they're playing this time. I would, I asked my husband who were they playing, and he didn't know. He didn't seem to know. I don't know. I never. I'll find out. Let me tell you. But I may be able to look at my tickets because my son is uh, and his uh, wife has already sent our tickets. All we do is. Uh, Okay, Michael, you got her all. You got all. Oh, yeah. all no. right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's my night. I got double rewards this weekend. He said he'd give you double for my trouble. Uh, my lab would be greater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless his heart. I am so sorry. I don't understand what is going on with that. Uh, well, she said uh, I have some glitches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, um, but, um, but yes, um, that is a it's a five A school, and so we played we played Kelleen, uh this past week, and then the week before that we played Flugerville, uh, you know that town oh. right just before you get yeah. He says he's listening, but he cannot. That's, Can't do. that's the yeah, same yeah. That's the same issue yeah. that I was having. When when yeah. uh, but when I hung up and then press that one, it put me in the queue because it said it would let me know that I was in the queue. So I'm not sure what's happening with Mr. Arthur. As you say, he's got five phones, so he may want to switch to another phone. (laughs) 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 Right. So, okay, um, the other thing that I I want, and I'm so sorry that Mr. Arthur uh, is not uh, hearing on that, and that was the article, Pastor Cooper, that I had sent out in regards to the VA. Uh, clinic, uh, the VA oh, hospital, yeah. uh, the VA administration. Uh, we were talking about uh, veterans early on. And so, as you know, I spent 10 years uh, after getting out of the military volunteering each week uh, in the VA system. And, and of course, we had continuous, uh, we had continuous uh, complaints and, and requests that people would, would reach out to us. And we had, we had the privilege of serving on that board there. Uh, the advocacy council board, where we would take all of the issues that were presented to us, we'd take them to um, the director and to the board uh, to try to get things worked out. And we had some amazing people that would help us to solve issues that our veterans were having that came into uh, into the uh, hospital every single day. And I volunteer every week for 10 years, every Tuesday and Wednesday. And it was an honor to be able to assist those veterans in their issues. Whereas I had no issues with getting the care uh, that I needed to get, Uh, keep in mind uh, everybody that is there in the VA is not 100% retired. They didn't do 20 uh, years. So they may have gone through a few difficulties in trying to get benefits and so forth. But it's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, Pastor Cooper, when you read that, and this did not come uh, from from citizens or veterans that come within the VA system, this came from the press secretary, the Veterans Affairs press secretary, uh, oh. that they had addressed issues with uh, Terrence Hayes, and um, of course he didn't respond to uh, to. Uh, the fact of what people are saying that the VA has systematically discriminated against black veterans for decades and uh, lawsuits. I saw that in the uh, article. Uh, 
Yes, exactly. Uh, came this came through on November the thirtieth, and so uh, so it, it's just heartbreaking to hear because uh, everybody uh, that put on that uniform served, and there should be no discrimination against anybody. That we all should be treated equally uh, and and the same. Um, you know, and when I say the same, I don't I don't mean that. I know everybody. Some people may have done 10 years, some people may have done 20, some some people have done 30 and 40 years in the military, uh, Pastor Cooper. They may have done 25, 30 years active duty and then come out and and go to the reserve component and continue to serve. So, um, so that's different in that respect. But as far as the health care and all those things, uh, no, no discrimination should be against any person. There should be no discrimination against any person, period, in the nation, right? Correct. But we're talking about we're talking about veterans, people who have served uh this country and served with valor. And so they should not have to fight for what the constitution has promised to them and that they would be taken care of. And so we know what what people like your brother experienced that came from the Vietnam uh, era. Mr. Arthur, who also came from the Vietnam, I came from a later era, the uh, Iraqi Afghanistan era, and uh, but I heard every single week, every week, Pastor Cooper, of uh, of issues that veterans were dealing with and experiencing. Comments, Mr. Arthur, I feel so badly. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting ready to call him right now. But before I call him, I'm going to let you run with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. going to call him. Okay. So uh, here, here's some rights I looked at while you were speaking because this is near and dear to my heart. I'm on a, a board of Texas Workforce Commission uh, yes, here in, in Beaumont, Texas. And one of the things we deal with, I have one of my appointees because I can't be everywhere, so I have an appointee. And that's one of his things. He's ex-veteran. He is a veteran. And uh, we're trying to get we, we get like forty million dollars in this community, and and, and it, it's well spent. Uh, we have two million dollars for uh, uh, child care for young mothers, trying to get them back into to work and everything. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, and so the, the money is well spent. But then when it came to our veterans, uh, they're displaced, uh, homeless, uh, no health care, all these things. They bought them back, backpacks with uh, sure. toothbrush and toothpaste and gave it, handed it out to him. And, man, he came unglued at this table. Wow. He said, we need housing. We need therapy. Yeah. We, need, we, yeah. we need to work. With, he said, we need computer stations. We need cell phones so they can take on the jobs. We need plug-in stations. I mean, he, 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 we have the right wow. person to visit. So it says here, your, your civil rights at VA. Uh, by law, you have the right to access VA benefits, services, programs without discrimination based on any of these factors, race, color, national origin, including the ability to understand English. That is a huge thing there. You know, we have non-English-speaking uh, people here, and we act like we, we, they're a bother, and we're not writing everything in their language. Our limited English uh, profic- proficiency. Ethnicity, age, sex, including sexual orientation or gender identity. We fight for these things all the time. Disabilities. Same thing I hear for the, the, the normal person as it is for, for VA, but even more so because uh, it, it's a large group of people out there that need civil rights activists like ourselves to help them sure. fight their own battles. 
So with that being exactly. said, I'm turning back over here. I'm going to grab Brother Arthur. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to um, share a little bit of this article. It says, and, and I'll read just a little bit of it, and then we'll discuss it. It says, the VA has systematically discriminated against black veterans for decades. And a lawsuit alleges, and this came out on Wednesday, November the 30th, that was last week that this article came forward, and uh, it it came from uh, CNN, and it says uh, that the United States Department of Veteran Affairs uh, administered disability benefits in a racially discriminatory manner for decades, disproportionately rejecting black veterans disability claims at a much higher rate than white veterans, according to a federal lawsuit filed by Yale Law School's Veterans Legal Services Clinic. Mr. Arthur, are you here? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? We can hear you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Cooper, for that. We appreciate it. And so, so Mr. Arthur, what we're talking about is the article uh, I've been listening. Uh, that yeah, came yeah, 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 I've been listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been listening. Okay, hey, okay, hey, hey, okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this right quick. Now, now, okay. now, of course, I let Mike don't have that moment with you. Now, now, you know, I got this. <laughs> really? <laughs> I got this because I got that trick from him. You know, as far as hey, you know, two way men. He 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 couldn't get it early. But. <laughs> he could have already had you. He, he wasn't trying to get you in there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. I let him go. I let him go and have his moment. <laughs> you let him have a few minutes. Okay. You did good, though, Mike. You did good when you yeah, had him. He held his own, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he held his own. Yes. Yes. We're talking serious here. You get on here playing. That article, uh, yeah. I've been in contact with them, so I'm going to be working with them uh, on that. Matter of fact, I'm going to right. be uh, joining Very the lawsuit good. also, uh, uh, yeah. and and basically I'm going to be working that issue here in Texas uh, as far as Very as far as you know you know getting veterans. Uh, and I was talking to a friend of mine because cause I, you know, cause I got all these books. I got all these books in my head, but but, but I think okay. that this will be the one that I'm going to go ahead and do. And basically, what I'm going to do is go around and get veteran stories, you know, collect their yeah. stories, excellent, excellent, and, excellent. And, and and put them, at, you know, and put them in this book. I mean, I'm going to tell my little story too, but you know, it's a lot of veterans had a lot a lot worse stories than mine. So you know, yeah. I'm, uh, brother, you helping me with that? I don't I, I finish a book. I, I like all of us. We got several working. But I think I'm going to do one similar to that because I had a friend did it with me, and I didn't couldn't add my story to it. But that's a great way to do it. Yeah, yes, yeah, it yeah. Is. So just going to get that, that story. I love that idea. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and, uh, and basically, like I said, again, uh, you know, on the 13th, and I think it's going to be nationwide, but the veteran, the VA is going to be uh, uh, having, uh, 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 you know, a, a whole day where they're going to be working with veterans on their appeals and so forth and so on. Uh, now, now another interesting thing when I talk with uh, 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 when I talk with the folks today uh, with that organization, Mr. McConley, uh, Conley, uh, uh basically, you know, they're talking about they're talking about not only that, but they're talking about you know, we're talking about we're talking about about you know making reparations for World War II veterans and their uh, families a part of it because you know they got messed over a long time ago and never got nothing, <clears throat> and so uh, so we're looking at including. 
<clears throat> you know, try to include it, uh, uh, you know, as, as big a diaspora as we can. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got discrimination going on for a long time. It, it didn't just start mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, it's yeah, been yeah. like that. You know, and all yeah. the and all the shenanigans they did with the discharges, uh, you know, with veterans. Like, like in my case, I wrote Barbara Jordan and got and Barbara Jordan got him straight. My professor. Yeah, my professor. She's oh, outstanding! Outstanding. To, they, they, they were kicking out. They, they, they were they, they were just kicking our brothers left and right, giving them general discharges. Yeah. And when they came to, and, and so they tried to, and so they, and so they tried to get, so they said, hey, well, you know, you finna get a general. I said, wait a minute. I said, no, what did I do to get a general discharge? I said, I didn't come in for no general discharge. So wow. I went through the chain of command twice. So after I went through the first time, I wrote Bobby Jordan, told him what they were doing. I say, okay, I, say right. I asked them, I went over to the general, I asked them, why y'all give me a general discharge? Nobody could give me a reason, you know, looking at their paper and everything. And so anyway, mm-hmm. so anyway, I had, look, I had like four months off, well, I had about three months off before she responded. Uh, okay. She I, yeah, yeah, I went through the chain of command, I went through the chain of command again, you know, same thing. So, you know, you know, they didn't want to look at me on the job. So they told, hey, you know, you just come in, just, you know, just check in, you can just be off the rest of the day. So I was off for about three months. And then so when the and that's when the letter came down, and you know she, you know, she said oh we, you know she, and they say they say it was just a mistake and so forth and so on so she told my career and list if I wanted to or whatever, you know and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. But I'm saying they did a lot of brothers like that, and gave them discharges mm-hmm. like that. Now the the, 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 the McConnell his case <clears throat> he fought in Vietnam, he fought in Vietnam a Marine fought in Vietnam and then they gave him a less than honorable discharge. On, on you know what I mean. Stuff like that. Right. So, right. so, so you know, so and it's a lot of veterans that got messed over like that. And then when you go to get your benefits, uh, first of all, they try to cut you out of benefits by getting those funky discharges. Mm-hmm. And so he fought mm-hmm. it. So he's one that fought and made that change. Where now you're a veteran with a, with one of those messed up discharges, you can go and and reapply and have them have them change it. So, I so, see. so they can be changed now. So if you're a veteran and you got a messed up discharge. You can go and apply to have a, a, a program where you can go and reapply and have your discharge upgraded. So, That's great information, uh, brother. That's great information. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I hope, I hope veterans are listening out there. I sent that. I yes. actually sent that article to uh, my organization that we started here locally uh, so that for any of those that may have experienced that, that uh, they can join in be a part. I don't know how they become a part, Mr. Arthur, if you have information. I'll be providing okay. information as far as, the, as far as the class action lawsuit yes. and so forth, because what yes, we're doing sir. now, we're, we're, yes. gathering, we're gathering veterans to put the, you know, to join on to it. So. Correct. Uh, Correct. Is there another show you're thinking about starting to get more information out there? Another, uh, get, how to get the news out there? Have you uh, come up with that mm-hmm. yet, or are you still working on that? Uh, well, I say that, and I just started working with the group, but, you know, we're going to be using this program, you know, this platform, sure, this platform, I'm going to start good. doing another show with Metro News here in Dallas. There I'm you go. I'm going to start doing that, very and, of course, you've got, you know, got our basic platforms we're going to be getting information out on. So, we are the uh, news. We, we are the we news. Are the news. So, we, <laughs> so we're going to spread the That's news and let people know. That you know that we fight again. People need to see you fighting. If they know you fight, they don't come help you. Yeah. I mean, it's been my experience. Yeah, there you go. You know. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, we started, Thank we, you, people Mr. started fighting. Yeah, people started fighting, and that's the reason why they gave us the the uh, all the way to Washington D.C. 
they believe you fight. Uh, they, they they saw us fighting, and, and that's what that's what we do, and, and we help one another to fight. Exactly. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, hey Mike. Let me tell you something. They, they thought it was a whole bunch more of us than it was. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. We, 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 we look like we look like about uh, you know thirty people. And, and yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna tell you how many how many of we were, but anyway, they thought it. They, they thought it was about thirty folks. Okay, Gideon. You know, ten thousand dollars, three hundred dollars. I'm just telling you, man. And that's what it was. It reflected mirrors, man. They didn't know what was coming in. Matter of fact, that folks have gotten famous because of the fight that we started. Yeah, well, what a truth and the more thought we brought to the program. We just brought, hey, we, just gave, we just brought the words that was true, and so you deal with that, and, and you know, however you have to. So that's what we did. We just, we just brought the word. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that because earlier you, you said something I couldn't get to it because we, we had so much good stuff going on at the same time. And that is this is that, uh, again, and I said this on the campaign trail, and Angela Johnson was uh, top. She, she said, you said this, and uh, Junior, the rest of the Congress, okay, he, said, he said it too. I said, that's because Junior listened to me when I, when I talked. That is this. Uh, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a person that happens mm-hmm. to be in the Democratic Party. But I'm a, I'm a person, and we are people that fight for issues. Now, if that puts us in the Democratic Party, so be it. But as long as we fight for issues, and my friend Robert Williams in Missouri County, he said, told Beto and told other people, he said, when we fight for issues, we win. And that's what we yeah. need to do. We, we have to stop ch- chasing the vote. We have to stop chasing the money. When we, when we show up, with our sleeves rolled up, looking like Mike Tyson, ready to go into the ring at 23 years of age, <laughs> we have to let them know that we are fighting for the kitchen table issues. And that's what we do. Very good. Kitchen table issue. That's what we're fighting for. Very good. Well, Mr. Arthur, please, by all means, keep us abreast of uh, of the status of uh, everything with that uh, lawsuit so that we could, uh, class action suit, I should say, so that we could uh, get that information to our people locally here in East Texas and uh, the ones that are members of our organization. It's about... Uh, I guess it's about 50 that are members, and I think for the most part, uh, 99% are uh, African Americans that are in that organization. Mm-hmm. You know, one reason that one reason how that discrimination, uh, you know, how, again, besides the besides the stuff they do to you before you get out, uh, after you get out, there's no okay. They have a process where you can apply for you know you know for your benefits, whatever. But there's no, uh, but, but there's no, there's nobody there telling you, hey, look, you know, what you need to do is first of all, you know, they tell you, they tell you go get your records and so forth and so on. But but nobody say, hey, no, go get your records. Go, you know, go download mm-hmm. whatever you need to do, and then go through right. them, add, you know, add everything, you know, that you have had since then put that you know so nobody sits down and actually breaks all that down to you it's, it's kind of a well, sure. you know it's, it's kind of like you, you know you have a little veteran group over here to be helping some folks but they kind of be doing you know their you know their thing so i mean you know, they, they do the best they can you know so i'm sure. not complaining about them but i'm just saying that you know you know but nobody actually has a program you know has a program to actually say okay you know what uh but you'd have your strongest 
uh, deal do it. Most folks just go ahead and get an attorney, which is probably the best way. I, most of the black uh, folks I know that have gotten their benefits, they went and got an attorney. So that's kind of, right. you know, so that's kind of, you know, the, you know, pretty much the pro forma how folks actually, you know, get there. So anyway, I'm excited about working with the veterans. I'm going to, you know, do what I can, uh, uh, you know, whether it be start a start an organization here or whatever, uh, you know, behind behind the effort or whatever. But, you know, we're going to do something to, uh, you know, try to make it better for the veterans, not not just the ones that are, but the ones that's in there now because right. all that stuff hasn't stopped. That hasn't stopped. They're still doing the same thing, I guarantee you. Right. Oh, I, oh, no, no question, no question. I kind of agree with you, Mr. Arthur, mm-hmm. that I'm sure that it probably is still existing. <laughs> and the black veterans, and and the black veterans, we need to be, uh, you know, you know, we need to be recognized for our, not only for, you know, different, you know, for all awards in America, you know. So folks need to know, you know, and we need to stand up for our rights. So I think this will probably be the first time we've actually stood up like this. So I'm, you know, I'm glad to be a part of it. That's great, great, great. Well, let, let me j- just can I say uh, congratulations to. Uh, to someone, uh, one of my sorority sisters, uh, whose son, uh, AJ, is um, uh, he's uh, going to be in a play on, um, I think that, let me see, the playbill says from, it's called The Adams Family, and oh, wow. it's December the 8th through the 10th uh, here at Caldwell Auditorium, and so AJ uh, AJ's teacher says that uh, that AJ uh, came in with uh, he's the only student at Carwell uh, Elementary School. Carwell Elementary School is the uh, art school here in uh, Tyler, and that uh, he got masters on the State of Texas Pilot Star Social Studies test. Masters means Whoa. the highest. Yeah, and the, he's the only student of three in the city of Tyler, Texas, to get master's. Wow. And only 35 wow. out of, and listen to this, only 35 out of 1,200 students in Texas who took the master's test. And he rated wow. in the top 3% of those 35 in Texas. Now, congratulations mm. to A.J. Yeah. Adams. And uh, congratulations, and my, AJ. Well, yes, to AJ and to my sorority sister, who's obviously and the father is doing a great job in um, with AJ. Mm-hmm. She uh, she is a uh, her name is uh, Tara Hinton. She's my sorority sister, and she's the principal in one of the school, the elementary schools here in Tyler. Mm-hmm. So uh, we 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 want to salute our students always when they excel and do well. Uh, in school, and to rate uh, 35 out of 1,200 students in Texas who got the master's, uh, and he is in the top 3%, the top 3% of Texas. Wow. (laughs) Incredible stuff. It it is. We love it. We love it when I, uh, our students are uh, smart students, brilliant, and so we we always want to salute these young folks when when they do so well. So I wanted to. I, I'm sorry, I, I deviated a few minutes, but I, I just wanted to bring oh, that to bring that forward 
<clears throat> so that we can show that. Anytime you highlight, look, anytime you highlight the brilliance of our children, that that's is not deviation. So that's saying, that's it's, it's our purpose, actually. It's actually yeah, that's, our that's, purpose. A, that's our purpose. That's exactly yeah, correct. That's, right. that's, that's our right. purpose. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. To make sure so that's they, our legacy. They, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Say it once again, Pastor. Uh, I was saying that, that's our legacy and that that's our, our inheritance. Yeah. We're pouring yeah, into them. Yeah. 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 So we're we're just we're just proud of uh, of the work that they do, but but listen, we know uh, to switch gears now one more time. We we're getting close to the end of the show, and Pastor Cooper suggested that I I take a little break and get all ready for tomorrow. I told him that I got my gear laid out, but but maybe the last few minutes we may do this. But I want I want to make mention we are we know that we're in the holiday season, right? Uh, people out there shopping, and and let me just tell you that it may look like that we don't have any money in America and that it may look like to some people that we are in a recession. But did you gentlemen hear how much money was spent on Good Friday after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how many trillions of dollars that Americans wow. spent all across the nation? Uh, nine to be exact, uh, $9 billion, I believe is what they said that was spent in one day in America. A lot That's of money. I want to, lots of money, but this is what mm-hmm. I want to say in regards to that. Be careful when you're out there uh, shopping. Uh, try not to shop by yourself, uh, but mm-hmm. if you're by yourself all alone shopping, try to park as close to the front door as possible. And, and, and let's, let's work and train our children not to open the doors. Don't open the doors if somebody rings. I was devastated to see and read about the seven-year-old girl right mm-hmm. here in Texas, right? Wasn't, that, wasn't she here in yes. Texas in our yes. state? Yes. Seven yes. years of age that the FedEx driver, the FedEx driver yes. now, Kidnapped oh, yeah. and killed a seven-year-old right at her that. home, which which tells me she had to open the door, right? She opened the door. Absolutely. To receive, yeah. and so we got to train our children. She at home by herself. She at home by herself when she opened uh, the door. I don't believe she was home by herself. Uh, I I I I don't know where the, where the mother was. Second. Mom or dad can be in the shower, <laughs> and she's in the front exactly. part of the home. That's they don't exactly. Take my seventeen-year-old that weighs a hundred, huh? No, I'm just asking if she was at, you know, because you know sometimes no, kids no, she was, know, no, she, no, she was not. She no. was not at home alone. Uh, and then, no. uh, but her mother uh, was looking for her, and then re- re- finally called after an hour. I think it was Northwest Fort Worth, right, or somewhere out there. <clears throat> and uh, and and so when she was looking for her and didn't see her, that's about an hour. She called the uh, she called the policeman in. After about an hour, yeah. but uh, but this guy had he he had no record, really, and so yeah. he was charged with uh, capital murder and aggravated kidnap. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it amazing? Hey, speaking of little kids, speaking of little kids, did you see a Tatiana's uh, a little nephew testifying I today? Yeah. Well, I didn't see it, but I knew that the trial started today. Very, right? very intelligent, articulate young man. I was, I was very impressed. Very with good. 
Very good. You know, so did they show it on television, Mr. Arthur? Uh, yeah, I saw uh, uh, Roland Martin showed a lot of it on his uh, show. Oh, well, okay, on and, his uh, show. Okay, very you know, good. They, no, they, now, you know, and, and the, jury had, the jury don't have any black people on it. Correct. I read before. that part, too. I've read that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. Wow. So so many tragic yeah. things happening. So um, so yes, I just want to hey. to let people know that we we just need to be safe out there as we're doing our shopping, our holiday shopping, yeah. and and all of that. That carry somebody with you if you can. Yeah. Uh, if you can't, especially women, if you can't, just park up close and be careful of getting in and out of your cars. Uh, be observant of what is around you and so forth because you just don't know who's lurking in between vehicles. People are still out there trying well, to take do what know. does not belong to them. Yes. Danger you know, we, we had a train. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, go uh, ahead. I, I tell you exactly what I did. We, we had a uh, retired uh, police officer that came out of church, and maybe we had to do an event, and I was sponsoring him once you guys get your uh, restaurant back open. And uh, he was helping the youth and females on how to be cautious about your surroundings. So when you're coming out the mall, yes. don't be on your cell phones. Don't get yes. distracted. Yes. Don't yes. have yes. ear pods in your ear. Yes. He said, yes. And when you're about 30 yards away from your car, look down on the other side for feet that's on the that's opposite it. end of your car. That's it. This that's little it. thing that's like it. You, yeah, you never that's think about it. That's My 17-year-old daughter is 100 pounds. She gets off at the mall at 9 and 10 o'clock at night. One of us meet her there, pick her up, drop her there off to her go. car. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one, yeah, one night uh, in the parking lot, there was a van parked by her car with two guys in it. So I told her, I said, here, you take my vehicle. I crossed over. I went and got her vehicle, and I felt uncomfortable because it was only those I'm two vehicles sure. in the entire parking lot. I'm sure. I'm sure. It, it's it's serious matter out there, and so we just got we got to train these children very very early, very early. We don't want to frighten them. We just want to educate them. No, no, absolutely uh, not. And no. never, I mean, you know something? We never. My children knew not to open the door. Period. If someone yeah. rang the doorbell, they knew not to touch that door. They knew not to do that. Right. Never. And so we just have to we just have to let the children know they can't they just can't uh, they they can't do it. But I, I it was just heartbreaking uh, to uh, to read that story. Go ahead. Wow. Thank you. You know, you were talking about Christmas shopping earlier. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. The, the, the University of Colorado they went and put Dion Sanders in a Christmas basket, right? And so. Right. You know, a lot of folks. You know, so a lot of folks trying to figure out how to, you know, how to digest that. And what I'm telling them is, that's, hey, look, <clears throat> he came to J- JSU, right? I mean, Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, and, and, he, and he and he laid a template, and, and kind of showed the power of the H, you know, HBCUs. And you know, okay. and it's up to them to, it's up to them to take it from there, right? You know, yeah. you have a lot of pro football players that are now coaches that. You know, at black colleges sure. called Dion Kane. Right. So, That's you know, right. he, right. you know, so I'm, so I'm telling folks, you know, hey, look, you know, he wanted because I think the reason he left, he wanted his son to win the Heisman Trophy, okay. and he knew he wasn't gonna win that, and he knew he wasn't winning it in the swag. Yeah. So, okay. so, so I understand what he's doing. You know, he's doing that. He did this more for his sons because I mean, he got plenty of money, but I think oh, he's yeah, doing he it more for his sons. 
Mm-hmm. And where, where did he? Where did he go? Because I, I I picked up on a tidbit of that uh, today as I was passing by the totals, Nebraska. but I didn't. He went to Nebraska. No, 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 Colorado. No, Colorado. Oh, it's Colorado. Okay, Colorado. Uh, yeah, you know. Oh, okay. You know Cordell Stewart. You, you know Cordell Stewart. You know Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, that Colorado. Mm-hmm, yeah, I got you. So, so, uh, so you know, how, how old is how old is his son? Uh, he's probably about nineteen or twenty, something like that. Didn't he okay. sign with somebody? The first one signed with uh, like Under Armour or somebody like that. Oh yeah, you got NIL. Yeah, they got them NIL deals. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so, they, mm-hmm. so you know, it ain't about money. You know, per se, it's about no, no. Um, it, yeah, like he wants him to win that. Yeah, high Mm-hmm. So what what year is what year is this for him in yeah, school? He he'll be a he he'll be at his junior he do his junior senior year at uh, Colorado. At, at Colorado, I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and we'll so, That's so is Vian, he's no longer the coach at Jackson State. No, uh, no, they want to swag. Okay. He, he he took him twelve twelve straight. They want to swag again. So they're gonna be in that. Mm-hmm. His team gonna be in that other bowl. But uh, you know okay. he's not going to be coaching. You know who 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 who, yeah. who, who the other coaches. So uh, sure. so again, I'm just hoping that they I hope they take advantage of the you know of, 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 of you know of what he done laid out, and just you know and, and just organize around and and you know be, you know sure. keep pushing because the record number there's a record number of black students going to HBCUs. Yeah, you remember tell you about that? Yeah, you remember tell you about that old Tennessee uh, uh, the old Tennessee uh, senator? Uh, you know he's he, he trying to figure out. Now, why are all these black kids going to Tennessee State instead of, uh, you know, instead of, you know, University of Tennessee and, and, and UT Chattanooga? You know, he's he trying to figure it out. And so she was telling them that they're just coming home with him. You know, he, you know, he, he, he I mean, really, it was so racist how he was talking about it. You know, like, yeah, he couldn't figure out. What, because, see, now, see, now they need some black students. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, and see, that's what we need to understand what kind of power we got. We got, we, we got economic Amen. power like that. Yeah, in, in, every, in every direction, in every direction. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and we just need to just recognize, I'm telling, I'm telling you. And see, you know, you, if you just heard him talking, it, you, to me he has revealed the whole thing. Oh, okay, because I'm telling you, they need our intellectual capital in those, in those industries and stuff. So, you know, they know, you, you know, they know, you know, they need a certain amount of us that's so they can quote clone us or whatever you want to do, get us to think in a certain kind of way or whatever. So, you know, they, you know, they, you know, they need, so they don't have that. They're going, oh, they're going to black schools. They're going to be learning black stuff. No. <laughs> we'll lose control over, over their black no, mind. You, no, you nailed it right the first time. Let me tell you two things uh, that the back your uh, accusation. Uh, that is Tiger Woods. He resurrected golf. It was dead. And the Williams mm-hmm. sisters. He, they resurrected mm-hmm. tennis after Arthur Ashe and, uh, and right. the team won. So, so that's, right. that's what we do. We bring life to death, dead things. We do that. We bring death stuff to life. Yes, sir. Yeah. Last yeah. week. Come on. Uh, you know, Jesus is my cousin. That's your brother. <laughs> that's my brother. That's my brother. He um, stay close to me. He has to be close to me. You been a brother. I get in real trouble. Okay, guys. I tell you what. Uh, well, Ms. Yolanda says she sends uh, congratulations to AJ 
Uh, and so, and everybody, we are just so proud of the great work that AJ is doing. Well, guys, any final comments? Because I'm going to do just what is 948, and I'm going to take a few minutes and, and finalize and, and get me some snacks put together that I'm going to take on the bus with me tomorrow. I'm sure there will be some snacks, but I got my own personal ones that I'm bringing. And so uh, I'm gonna, that's all I have to do is pack my snacks, and then we'll get ready to head out to Waco. Okay. So any, any any final comments of anything that we want to uh, talk about uh, uh, tonight? We already covered things for Dr. Hagney. Uh, he's out there working. He actually is going to do, and I'll make a mention of that, and I think I can't remember if it's this coming Saturday uh, or if it's, I think it's this coming Saturday or maybe the following Saturday, that he's going to be doing a uh, prostate uh, a program uh, in conjunction with our uh, our health department at our church, uh, and you know that he's big on trying to make sure that men's health and men are well cared for in our community, and he still wants to make sure that uh, vaccine clinics are continue to be set up. Uh, we have some people who are actually wanting to come into Tyler to set up by. Uh, testing sites, and we have a couple of those, but testing sites to continue to test uh, people for COVID. But we do know that many, uh, many uh, home test kits have been sent out uh, to people across the nation, and I believe more will be sent out. So you don't see quite as many uh, uh, labs set up across, at least not across uh, East Texas anyways, simply because people are kind of testing themselves. I, I keep one in my purse at all times, but I try to uh, make sure that um, I can social distance as much as I possibly can. And if I can't, uh, sometimes I may have to throw a mask on simply because uh, yeah. these cases are rising. They're just, they're just rising. So tomorrow I have my mask on on the bus. We'll be in a closed-in bus. I don't know who's been vaccinated. I don't know who's had a flu shot. I don't know who's, who's had uh, influenza. I don't know, but I, I know I have, but I know I also know that I know how to take care of and protect myself. And so that's what I will be doing on that bus on tomorrow. But I look forward to it. Look forward to being with those young people and, uh, and their career day uh, in uh, Waco, Texas at the college there. So that's what I have. Any final comments? Pastor Cooper, anything that you'd like to put out there? Once again, congratulations for all the great work you. uh, that you're doing in our nation. So uh, your final comment. Hey, we'll <laughs> oh, just thank you. Know, I, want, I want you to go on and take care of your one self. So I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> thank you. What about you, Mr. Yeah, Arthur? Keep, uh, holiday season, holiday season, y'all. Y'all know what to check on, check on your relatives. Check on folks that. You know, that you know might be having having whatever, you know, go ahead and just holler at them. Wonderful. Great, great, great things that you said. Great. Appreciate yeah. that. Okay. So you've been listening to uh, Marvelous Monday, and we invite you to come right back here again on next Monday uh, for Marvelous Monday. And congratulations to all Chapel Hill High School who won uh, that's in the state championship now. And they'll, I can't remember where they're going to be. Oh, I know. They're going to be in San Antonio. That's where they're going to play a team down in San Antonio. That's Chapel Hill High School. And the dean of, uh, excuse me, the actually the superintendent of uh, Chapel Hill High School is uh, Mr. Dean, who is African-American, who's doing a great job out there in that district. And then, of course, DeSoto High School, 
where my grandson is playing, uh, and they will be uh, at the Cowboy Stadium in Frisco on this Saturday. Thank you, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to spend Monday evenings with you, and we look forward to talking to you one more time again. So now we check out. And so Ms. Rihanna is already chilled out for the evening and taking care of the baby, so we won't worry about the music being able to be played. We'll just end the show. And uh, may God bless you and be safe out there, as Mr. Arthur says, as Pastor Cooper says. It's a serious matter out there. Be safe. Watch every move that you make. And be right back here again with us on next Monday. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye for now. Can you hear that, Arthur? Monday. (laughs) Y'all can hear we, I don't know if you can hear. Hilarious. <laughs> okay, I see y'all. <laughs> good night, everybody. See you next good time. Good night. Good night. Bye, Bye for now. <laughs>